We are talking this week about career advice, how we manage it, how we make decisions around what we hear, which advice to take, what not to take, how do you think about bad versus good advice, all that good stuff. Hello, hello. You are listening to Your Unapologetic Career. Being a woman of color faculty in academic medicine who wants to make a real difference with your career can be tough. Listen, these systems are not built for us, but that doesn't mean we can't make them work for us. In each episode, I'll be taking a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain confidence and effectiveness in pursuing the dream career you worked so hard to achieve. All you have to do is tune in to your unapologetic career with me, your host, Kemi Dole, physician, surgeon, researcher, coach, and career strategist for an always authentic, sometimes a little raw, but unapologetically empowering word. I keep it real for you because I want you to win. Are you building the academic career you want or hard at work checking boxes on everyone else's to-do list? A successful career doing the work that you love doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your values, your family, or your joy. Stop trying to be everything to everybody and get to learning the strategies that will 3X your productivity, hone your passions into funded projects, and create the career you work so hard to achieve. If you've been to every career development workshop that sounded great, but didn't actually deal with the kind of institutional pressures you face, if you're working hard, but somehow stuck in inefficiency, putting everyone else's priorities first, if you spent years training and sacrificing to become academic faculty, and here you are still working nights and weekends on the projects that you care most about, I'm here to tell you that you can walk away from this institutional mindset forever and take control of your career with clarity and strategy. Every day, I help women of color faculty in academic medicine, like you, reframe and recreate their academic life so that they can channel their ideas, passions, and skills into grant-funded work with institutional support. That's why this episode is brought to you by Get That Grant, my six-month comprehensive high-performance coaching program for high-achieving women of color faculty in academic medicine who are ready to reclaim career control and secure funding doing the work they love. And get that grant, we help you kick imposter syndrome to the curb for good so you lead your career with clarity and confidence. You learn productivity and strategy skills for grants and papers to maximize your chances of success without wasting your time abandoning your passion, or working yourself into the ground. We help you build the foundation for an amazing and fulfilling academic career, changing your life and the lives of everyone your work will touch. Yes, this future is possible for you, and it's waiting on you to take the first step. If you're ready for career success without sacrifice, I encourage you to book a coaching consult call today by visiting kemidole.com backslash grant. After you book your call, you will complete an in-depth career foundations assessment, helping you identify the gaps in your foundation that are holding you back 
from enjoying the career you work so hard to achieve. No more secret worrying that you just don't have what it takes. This career assessment will show you exactly where you need to focus to level up your experience and your impact. Book a coaching consult call today to get your career foundation score. Visit kemingdole.com backslash grant to book your call. Talk to you soon. Hello, hello. Welcome back. We are talking this week about career advice, how we manage it, how we make decisions around what we hear, which advice to take, what not to take, how do you think about bad versus good advice, all that good stuff. This is a part two. So first of all, if you're listening and you have not hit part one, stop, (laughs) stop right now, go back and go listen to part one, because that is where, in addition to celebrating a week with no kids, (laughs) I talk about how we have to really disentangle from the beginning. We have to disentangle the source and the content of the advice before you can really move forward with clarity about what you want to do and not be second guessing yourself all the time. And so part one is all about thinking about where the advice is coming from, the source, And both the external and the internal ways that you need to audit that source and your relationship with that source, because all of that has implications on how you even can view and judge the content of the advice. So that was a short summary. I strongly invite you to check out part one if you have not, um, because we are building on that here with part two. So career advice, part two is about now the content of the advice. Okay. So now we are, we've moved past the source and you've had, you have a clear decision about whether this is somebody that you are taking advice from, regardless of what you decide, you understand what's at play and you've decided, yes, I want to move forward and engage with this advice. Okay. So before we get into how you're thinking about taking or not taking the advice, I just want to be clear about what kind of advice I'm talking about because we're talking about career advice. So I'm talking about things like picking a job, right? Like taking a job offer or not, what you're negotiating for or not. Uh, Another example would be like the arrangement on a grant, like, like where you're putting people based on their role. Like are people consultants or co-investigators? Like those kinds of things that are more about the structure, support, finances than like the actual science. So that would be another example kind of, and a lot of that is attendant to career, like maybe who your mentor for your K is, for example, how you're like dealing with a conflict potentially with a colleague or a struggle with executing something that you're supposed to be doing for your career, programming, um, research execution. So all of these things that are decisions that come up, ways we seek advice, applying or not applying for a new position or new leadership role, like things like that. So I'm talking about that. What I am not talking about, I am not talking about specific scientific feedback on a paper or a grant. I'm not talking about that. That is a separate podcast. (laughs) That's a separate issue. Now, it's important. And in a lot of ways, you have to think there are a lot of similarities. but there, There are some differences there because... I'll just say like, because when you're talking about scientific feedback, there's a place where you want to solicit the input and the perspective of those who completely disagree with what you're trying to do, right? Of those who don't see it or whatever. Like, it's almost like you need data from the doubters. 
Okay. And there's a way that you can do that without crushing your soul. Again, this is the thing, some of the things we get into in coaching, not going to be part of this podcast, but I just want to make it really clear. I want to be very responsible about what I'm going to about to tell you is that I am not talking about that kind of scientific feedback. I am talking about career advice, very broadly, thinking about your future, questions that come into where am I going, right? Where am I going with my career? Like questions and advice that are around that. And then also present issues in your career, conflicts or decisions that need to be made or conflicts that need to be resolved or difficulties that need to be attacked right now. Okay. So we're clear on what we mean by career advice. So a lot of times when we think about career advice and we're, we're thinking about like what to take or not take, we're trying to basically figure out is this good advice or bad advice? So first of all, I want to commend you if you're having that conversation with yourself in your head. Because frankly, you've already made progress beyond just blindly accepting advice and running forward. So if you're in a place where you're trying to be like, oh, is this good advice? Is this bad advice? I'm not sure. You already have done great work. You have already moved a degree out of training mindset where we don't even ask that question because we're still so oriented towards proving ourselves and our worth, check out part one of this series, that we're not even asking the question of if it's good or bad advice. We're just taking it. So when you're in a place where you're saying like, okay, before I move forward, I want to know like, is this good advice? Is this bad advice? How do I know that? I want to first say that that is a false dichotomy. It sounds clear, good advice or bad advice. It's completely subjective though, is the problem. So one, it's subjective. Like, what one person thinks is good, other people think are bad. And maybe you'd say, okay, well, Kemi, well, who cares what they think? What about me? Like, do I think this is good advice or bad advice? Like, I feel like that's specific for me. Fine, yes. The other problem is it's a judgment that you make in retrospect. If you take the advice and things don't work out, it's bad advice. If you take the advice and things do work out, it was good advice. So that's crazy making because you can't predict the future. So that's another reason why is this good or bad advice or bad advice? That's not a good way. Huh, look at what I just did. That's not a helpful way to determine whether you're going to take it or not because ultimately you can't really answer that question, okay? And the other thing is even if you're clear or it sounds like or you know, even your initial impression is, oh, this is good advice, you can get multiple things that sound like good advice that are in complete conflict. So then what are you doing? <laughs> so then what are you doing? So that's also a problem. And oftentimes, that is actually the scenario I want to focus on. Because ultimately, I want us to move to a place where you've already, again, part one, you're clear, yes, this is a place where I want to get career advice from in terms of your source audit. So now we're moving into a place where if that's true, if they've hit all of those criteria, right, and that's true. Let's not think about whether it's like good advice or bad advice. Let's just call it valuable. It's valuable advice. Why is it valuable advice? Because you are already clear from your source audit that this is a valuable place for you to go to get input on your career. So it's valuable. We don't have to worry about whether it's good or bad. It's valuable. So the reason why that's so important is that when you're clear 
that the advice in front of you that you're considering is valuable, then you are free to make a decision that's best for you without that decision defining whether the advice was valuable or not. Oftentimes, we will take advice that we don't really want to take or we don't really know if we want to take because we think that taking the advice is how we demonstrate that the advice was valuable to us. And this goes back to the source audit. That's not how you manage career advice. That advice is valuable because you already decided it was because you audited where it was coming from or you did those audit questions and specifically sought out that person. And so what you do with it is not how, how it's defined as valuable. It already is valuable. From there, the question start to become internal again. Because instead of asking yourself, is this good or bad advice? Instead of assuming that you have to take the advice in order to make it be valuable, in order to demonstrate gratitude or all the other things that we do, the question before you is, what career are you trying to build? What career goal are you trying to accomplish? Literally, not just like, I'm trying to get this grant, but like, what career are you trying to define for yourself? What does your destination look like? In three years, what is that? What are you trying to create? And the question that you want to ask yourself when you get this valuable advice is, is that advice for the career that I am trying to create? It's not that it can be very valuable advice, right? For a kind of career that you might not be trying to create. That is the question to ask, to decide whether you're going to incorporate it or not. Does it lead where you're trying to go? If the advice that you're getting is really great, it could be wonderful advice, but it is to help build a career that is not the one that you want to have. If it's great advice to be funded and supported in an area that you don't want to do research in, if it's great advice to continue on a leadership path that you don't want to be on because you don't want to be a chair, if it's great advice to collaborate and continue a relationship with somebody that you don't want to have, if it is not moving you towards the career that you want, It doesn't mean that it's bad advice. It doesn't mean that it's not valuable advice. It's just advice for a different career. And that is how you determine whether that advice is advice that you incorporate and follow or advice that you appreciate and don't follow. And the thing about this that is so powerful and the reason why it's valuable no matter what is that It is oftentimes the very good, valuable advice for a different career that you are not trying to create that is so helpful. Because in seeing that that advice leads to a plan B or a plan C that I am not interested in, 
that actually gives you the clarity to figure out what you you want to do. And so it's so beautiful because you actually end up answering the question that you sought advice for with help, right? That's why asking is so helpful. Not because you're going to take the advice and incorporate it, because you have to do that to be valuable. You have to do that to show gratitude, right? No, you have to do that because it's good advice. No, it's because when you've audited your source well, when you're clear that the advice is valuable, you can then respond to that by either following or creating what works for you. And that means that no matter what, no matter what you moved forward, no matter what you've made progress. And that is how I offer to you. That is a powerful (laughs) self-leadership. I am the CEO of my career way in which you can seek out, incorporate, consider, and move forward when given career advice. All right, y'all. That is part two. I love this topic. Y'all know I love all my topics. I love this topic though, because I often talk about the fact that this is not a solo journey. Like we're not here to do academic medicine alone. Like we're not here to do these faculty journeys alone. Most of us are in these positions because we're collaborative. We like to work with other people. We are interested in teaching, education, collaboration, building new things, team science. Like we don't want to be islands. And it's that positioning of very much not wanting to be an island, but when that positioning is linked with having no framework, no structure upon which to evaluate, respond, and be creative with advice, it can feel impossible. It can often feel like we have to choose between being team-oriented or being loners who get no input. Don't be a loner with no input. You will definitely end up at a dead end. You will end up at a dead end quickly. Don't do that. So what I want you to know is that that's not true. You know, that kind of conflict, that's not true. You simply need one, self-leadership, empowerment. You need that self-authority. Two, you need clarity of where you're trying to go. Clarity with your career vision. Three, having done a very robust source audit so that you can ensure, four, that the advice is valuable and therefore you can do exactly what you need to with it. You can respond exactly in the way you need to because you can look at it through the lens of if it is supportive for the career that you are trying to have. All right, y'all. That is it. If this was helpful to you, come and find me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Kemi Dole, K-E-M-I-D-O-L-L. Come let me know it was. Let me know why. I love hearing from y'all. It's so fun for me. This work absolutely 100% fills my cup deeply because I want us all to win. I want us all to reach our full potential. The ideas that we have in us, the resources that we have available to us, the creativity that we have to unleash is just unmatched. We are these weird people who are both great with ideas and execution. It's so rare. (laughs) There's so many of us like this and I want us to win. So thank you for spending time with me today. I hope this was helpful and valuable for you. I hope you have a wonderful week. I will see you next time. 
Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening with me today. I appreciate your time as I know it's so valuable. I hope this episode was helpful to you and I hope you feel energized to go out and claim your unapologetic career. See you soon.